Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Uh, and a new Olympic cycle has begun for our sailors as they compete in this week's uh, Princess Sophia Regatta in Palmer. Facing freezing temperatures and strong winds, they're being tested early as preparations begin for those Olympics in Paris in 2024. The Olympic classes are on show with the 49ers, the 49er FX, the ILCA 6 and 7, the NACRA 17 plus, the men's and women's IQ foil. And joining us to talk about those categories uh, and uh, about those early signs is Yachting New Zealand's High Performance Director, Ian Stewart. Good morning to you, Ian. Thanks for your time. Good morning, no problem. I I think about Palmer and I think about Mallorca, I certainly don't think about these kind of conditions. These are most unusual, aren't they? Well, you know, that's exactly right. That You know, you go to the sunny Ibiza-type summers, but no, look, it's not unusual. This time of year, you get get the mistral blowing from the Pyrenees and it it funnels down and on top of Palmer there. So, So, no, it's... It's a uh, it's a typical start to the to the northern yachting um, racing season. So this is uh, this is pretty standard every time our cycle begins this far out. I mean, we're looking. What are we now? We're halfway. Th- we're coming up halfway through 2023. Uh, looking at 2024. This how long is how long the process normally is? No, th- there's nothing standard about it. I mean, most of our classes and sailors uh, were re-engaging basically for the first time for two years. A lot of them, you know, obviously with the with New Zealand being in isolation in the whole COVID world, um, and with a shortened Olympic cycle, you know, going from four years to now, we're from today, we're you know we're we're over two and a half, just over two and a half years to an Olympic Games, so so yeah, pretty shortened, not typical, um, and, and and new classes, you know, we've got sailors there who are. Uh, in the in the IQ windfoiling particularly, who haven't raced against international competition before, so um, yes, very new. So are we in catch up mode a little bit, Ian? Then because of our uh, isolation as such. Yeah, yeah, we certainly are, and, and we found that at the Olympics. You know, we were uh, isolated at the bottom of the world, and, and the world continued. You know, our, our Olympic competitors were all grouped in Europe and and charging along. Um, so yes, we are in catch up, but but in saying that, you, you know, we've got some teams who, you know, they're there or thereabouts and and line up pretty well, I think, for Paris. Right. Let's look at uh, some of the classes that uh, we've mentioned previously. The Forty ers were three pairs in that class: uh, Isaac McCarty, William McKenzie, Dunning Beck, and Oscar Gunn, and then Sam Bacon with uh, Henry Gortry. So, what's the field like in that class with three uh, pairs in there? I would imagine it's quite substantial. Yeah, and, and it's always world class. I mean, they, all these classes are, uh, uh, you know, we're looking at the best in the world. 
so obviously with Pete and Blair um, leaving the class, and you know, these are, this is a chance for these young guys to step up. You know, and they've been, you know, I look at, at Logan, Danny Beck and Oscar Gunn, they've been in the top ten in the world. They're capable of being in the top three. Um, they've been chased along with Isaac McCarty and, and Will McKenzie, who, um, you, you know, that, these guys are a tight training squad. So, you know, they they are definite medal contenders. Um, you know, they continue on their trajectory. They, they'll be in the game for, for 2024. 49er FX with uh, Alex Maloney, who's now paired up with Olivia Hobbs. New combination there. How are they going, in your opinion, in these early days? No, look, they're, they're, they're going to be very interesting. I mean, we're, we're very l- lucky. We now have two... FX crews, the other ones, Joe Arle and and Molly Meach. Yeah. So so the the new combinations, and and I think the whole thing for these guys is to is to try and keep the big picture because you, you know you're not going to go out and hit it out of the park first up. It's it is um, you know it's, it's the team together. Olivia Hobbs is is a really good crew, but she's quite new to an international competition and. You know, tactically, that's going to take some time. Um, you know, we've got Joe Ale and Molly who aren't at this event. They'll be at the next one. And, and you know, for for Joe swapping classes, you know, it's 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 going to be take some time. So I think for them, it's just it's just keeping the big picture. They've got the capability, but it's easy to be a bit polarised on on this initial first event for the year. I think. It's one of those classes that we, we kind of got uh, familiar with uh, to the outsider looking in. You know, um, it's pretty hard to differentiate some of them, but the 49ers is one because, of, as you say, Peter Beerling, Blair Took was sort of synonymous with it. Uh, but it's changed a, a wee bit now in terms of the technology. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. So there's a slight evolution in, in equipment. And, and look, their objective from the equipment has tried to make this is the one design class and, and they're trying to tighten up on that fact um, it hasn't been that accurate previously um, but that, that objective has meant some really different characteristics and and sales set up and mass set up so you know when you we've held a lot of IP obviously Pete and Blair top of the game you, you know they held some pretty decent IP on how to make these boats go fast so so there's a shift there it's it's who can jump on on this as soon as possible um, yeah, and as I say, the guys working as a tight team, and it's their opportunity to, to figure this out um, as best they can. The ICLCA has two classes, Class 6, uh, Class 7. Um, tell us a wee bit about uh, who's there for us in that regard and, and the differentiator between the two classes, the, dif- the difference as such. Yeah, so, so a bit of a fancy new name for the for the laser class and the and the radial class, which is the women's class, which is the same hull, laser hull, but a slightly smaller um, sail configuration. So, so new names are now called just to confuse everyone. They're now called an Elkis Six and an Elkis Seven. Um, but you know, okay. we've got a couple of couple of good competitors there. Tom Saunders, who won the worlds last year, um, and George Gortry, who you know, who, who's Who's had a tough start with a couple of gear breakages, but has, has had a first and a third and a and a fleet which is you know 150 strong. So pretty pretty um, pretty good indications of what they can do. I think we're getting used to. Uh, I mean, the old school of us uh, were always thought of sailing about sailing. Now we hear we hear this term foil all the time. It's been 
uh, brought to prominence, of course, because of the America's Cup. But the, the IQ foil, uh, that looks a pretty cool class. Yeah, they are. They're really super exciting. And, you know, as I was saying before, you know, these guys and girls haven't raced against international competition before. You know, they've been in the wilderness trying to work out how to make these things go fast here in New Zealand for the last two years. So, um, yeah, look, it is. It's a shift in our sport, which is exciting. And, and as you said, has been brought on with, with the cup foiling and it's filtered down to our Olympic sailing. And, you know, we have, we have the kite... Um, boards for them, they're not there in Palmer, but it's another exciting class. And then we've got the Nacra Tevatang, which is a two-handed multi-hull, and that you know foiling as well. So, yeah, I think that shift, the shift in our sport, has been significant over the last, you know, four, five, six years. Sounds expensive, though. I mean, are you you're in the terms of high performance, so I, I guess you cover a lot of bases when you're talking a lot of this new equipment and you talk foils, etc. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind uh, is uh, not cheap. No, no and, that's, and that's right. You, you, you know, it's it's something which, you know, you're not packing your your um, your tracksuit and your and your running shoes and, and heading off overseas. There's a lot of a lot of equipment. There's logistics behind that equipment, but that's actually where the the wind foiling and the kiting is quite neat. And in, in that, it is stuff that you can put on a plane. It, it's Look, don't get me wrong, it is costly. Um, and compared to other sports, our guys have a lot of skin in the game from that point of view. Um, you know, something like the NACRA, that's another league. You know, that, they're starting to get into into a backup team, not too dissimilar to, to a professional team. So, so that's another... Yeah, it's a bit of a concern in our sport. Um, but the, 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 the lighter, more nimble windfoilers, kites, uh, it's, it's pretty accessible. Often, uh, when we look at these Olympic sports, the funding in them is uh, governed by previous performance, etc. Which is, as a lot of people say, that's quite a weird way to look at it. They should be looking forward in terms of what you need rather than what you've just done and what 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 was enough at that point. So it's an interesting concept. But that is uh, what you you guys the the hand that you guys have dealt with. First of all, uh, how does the funding situation looking for 2024? Because I believe there were some grants handed out. Yeah, look, the funding is always, is always um, a challenge for us. I mean, we we have we you know we have a, a challenge to not shrink to our budget operations. You know, we've got to still look at how we can keep growing our sport and our classes and into what is required. Um, you know, we're, we're very lucky to have the high performance sport backing, um, and I think from Yachting's point of view, it's it's a sport that is you know podiumed. Um, consistently over over multiple cycles, so, so well, that's just it's up to us to to keep that with our with our programs, our youth development programs, and 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 you know keep on top of the world. So they get funding this far out. Some of the some of our sailors. Absolutely. I mean, we you know as as we're talking before in terms of equipment, logistics, getting to these international events. I mean, to be competitive, you've got to be lining up against the world. At the events overseas, so you, you know that takes a, it takes a decent um, cost for for you know a a team or you know a family. So so the funding is super valued, and our guys simply just can't operate without the support. So they're there in Spain at the moment, um, and of course uh, the the bigger news uh, that came through during the week of or last week was uh, the America's Cup being. 
Uh, now it's decided that we'll be raced uh, in Spain and Barcelona. Uh, what, are, what are we expecting there uh, uh, in terms of the conditions? That does it, it, we're going through the rough ones now, so timing of that event will be crucial. You probably know the weather patterns a lot better than most of us over there. Uh, what do you anticipate in terms of that defence from Team New Zealand's point of view? Oh, look, I, I haven't focused on it at too much at all. I, I I'm not even too sure what time of year they're having it because I know Barcelona has that real varied weather pattern. So, so look, I haven't I haven't seen it. Um, from our part, you know, we've got the Olympics, which start um, you know end of July, August in Marseille, south of France. So. So for us, that's really our our ground zero and our focus from now through to 24. So south of France then, uh, let's say it doesn't appear that that far away from Spain when you look at it on the map, but conditions then uh, at Olympic time, what what would you expect there? Oh, look, it can be really variable. Traditionally, I think there's, there's a, you know, you've got the heat, so you get a sea breeze. It's not a strong sea breeze. Um... But, it, you know, it's a venue which can be like in New Zealand, that you can get all varied conditions, which suits our guys. You, you know, you're not stuck in a corner of a, of a lighter a lighter air venue. But but in saying that, you know, you immediately your, your imagery goes to the south of France, lighter sea breeze, fine weather. Um, but no, no it's, it, should be, it should be a good venue. Challenging, but will be a good venue. Okay, so the cycle's begun now. Um, how close to the Olympics do you have to finalise your teams, uh, the makeup of your teams throughout the classes? Yeah, look, that's something that our our Olympic committee are looking at at now, and it's always it's always a very um, interesting discussion. You know, what what selection time is too early, what's too late to allow the allow the sailors enough time to prepare. I mean, because the cycle's compressed, you know, we've got a combined world championships next year, which is only the first time that we get to announce where you got it. You've got to earn a qualifying spot for your class first. Um, so we've got to get through that, and then we've got to look at what the timely run into selection will be. Um, you know, what world championships are early 24? Um, you know, what pinnacle events can be a true um, selection regatta for our guys. Um, you know, I know a lot of countries select really early and, and you know, there's certain merits in that, the stability and understanding you're going to the Olympics. Um, and the other side of that, uh, you know, is leave it as, as long as possible and let the competition develop um, and watch, you know, watch the younger crews give them a chance to, to come through. Ian Stewart, it's been a pleasure catching up with you. Uh, great to hear that things are uh, up and running. Tough conditions at the moment, but uh, that, is, uh, uh, that is sailing, I would imagine. And you just uh, wake up every morning and see what comes to pass. But it's been wonderful chatting to you to just to let, uh, let everyone know that things are underway and we're on track. Thank you. Yeah, nice one. Thanks so much. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.